Welcome back to Global Value. Today, we are looking at Verizon Communications, ticker symbol VZ. We are going to be performing an in-depth stock analysis of Verizon, taking a look at the financials behind the company and understanding the company's fundamentals. Currently, Verizon is trading at $54 a share. They are down 6% year over year. Zooming out over 10 years, the return from Verizon stock has been lackluster. They've returned a 3% compounded annual return over the past 10 years. One thing to note too is that Verizon currently makes up 3% of the Berkshire Hathaway stock portfolio managed by Warren Buffett. Scrolling down, we'll look at the 52-week high and low. So currently, Verizon at $54 is right in between uh, this high at 60 and this low at 50. Verizon is a large cap company. They have a market cap of $227 billion. A little bit about the company. Verizon is in the telecommunications industry. Verizon Communications is now primarily a wireless business with wireless accounting for more than 70% of revenue and nearly all of their operating income. Verizon serves about 115 million postpaid and 27 million prepaid phone customers and connects another 25 million data devices like tablets via its nationwide network, making it the largest U.S. wireless carrier. The company was formerly known as Bell Atlantic Corporation and changed its name to Verizon Communications in June of 2000. Verizon was incorporated in 1983 and is headquartered in New York, New York. So without further ado, let's jump right into our eight pillar stock analysis of Verizon. So all of these pillars are geared at taking a deeper look at the financials behind the company, understanding the fundamentals of the business that underlines Verizon stock. Over the long term, a stock is going to return what the business returns. So you have to really understand the business to understand where that stock is going. This really goes all the way back to Ben Graham's notion that when you're buying a stock, what you're really buying is the underlying ownership share in that business. So starting off with pillar number one, we're looking for a five-year average PE to be below 22 and a half. We see that Verizon's five-year PE is just under 12. It's 11.8. Currently, they're trading at a 10 times earnings multiple. So this is a check on pillar one. Pillar number two, we are looking at the five-year return on capital for Verizon. We want this to be above 9%. So over the past five years, Verizon has returned just under 15%, just over 15%, just under 13 about 12 and now 9.6%. So this is going to be a check mark here. Their average five-year return on capital is 13%, which is pretty good. Looking at the income statement, pillar number three, we want five-year revenue growth. So in 2017, Verizon did $126 billion in revenue. In 2021, they did $133.6 billion in revenue. So slightly up, but a check mark nonetheless. Pillar number three is a check. So far, three pillars, three checks. Verizon's looking good. Moving on to pillar four, we're looking for five-year net income growth. Unfortunately, in 2017, Verizon had $30 billion in net income. In 2021, they had $22 billion in net income. So that is our first X. Coming over to the balance sheet, pillar number five, we're looking at total shares outstanding. We want this number to be decreasing over time. We want the company to be buying back shares, not issuing new shares and not diluting shareholders. In 2017, the company had $4 billion 
shares outstanding. In 2021, they had 4.2 billion shares outstanding. So that is going to be another X on pillar number five. They've slightly diluted shareholders over the past five years. Pillar number six, we're looking for five-year free cash flow growth. Free cash flow is cash from operations minus capital expenditures. Free cash flow is the lifeblood of any business. Free cash flow is used to pay dividends, buy back shares, pay down debt, make acquisitions, and reinvest back in the business. So in 2017, Verizon had $5.8 billion of free cash flow. In 2021, they had negative $27.7 billion in free cash flow. You'll notice that this as cash from investing. That is because that doesn't quite encapsulate it all on ticker for 2021. Verizon made a significant investment last year into broadband wireless rights for the 5G midband spectrum. In the in-between years, in 2018, Verizon had $16.4 billion of free cash flow. In 2019, they had $18.1 billion. And in 2020, they had $18.3 billion. Averaged out Verizon's five-year average free cash flow was $6.2 billion. That was an X on pillar number six. So, so far, the first three pillars were check marks. The next three have been Xs. Let's move on to pillar number seven. Pillar number seven, we are comparing the net debt of the company to Verizon's ability to produce free cash flow. So for pillar seven, we want their net debt to be below five times the average five-year free cash flow. So when we multiply 6.2 billion, which is their average five-year free cash flow, times five, we come out to $30.9 billion, which is significantly less than Verizon's net debt. The telecommunications industry has a lot of debt on their balance sheet. Verizon has $176 billion worth of debt, and AT&T is in even worse financial position. There's a lot of debt. They highly lever physical assets. Finally, pillar number eight, we're looking for Verizon's market cap to be below that average five-year free cash flow multiplied by 20. So again, that average five-year free cash flow is 6.2 billion multiplied by 20. That comes out to 124 billion, which is short of their market cap at $227 billion. So in summary, Verizon has three out of eight pillars. They're trading at a low PE. They have good returns on capital, but they're issuing shares. They've had a loss of net income. They haven't grown free cash flow over the past five years. In fact, they've had to invest significantly in those wireless rights. They have a lot of debt and currently their market cap is trading above where that free cash flow profile is. To reiterate, you know, this type of stock analysis is just a starting point, right? Verizon is in Warren Buffett's portfolio. You know, obviously he saw something about the company that he liked. Uh, matter there is that, you know, it's highly unlikely that Verizon goes away 10, 15, even 20 years from now, and he's able to get high returns on capital. It, Verizon has about a 5% dividend yield. So Warren Buffett with at one point $150 billion sitting in cash eventually faced uh, opportunity cost, and he had to put some of that money to work. So Verizon was, you know, one of these quiet, boring businesses that fits Buffett's profile. It's unlikely to shoot the lights out in the stock market but it's also unlikely to give you a horrible performance. You know, not to mention that, that the telecommunications industry is basically becoming somewhat of a utility as more people need internet data and, you know, phone services. And there's really three main national players in the United States, T-Mobile, AT&T, and Verizon. So let me know what you guys think of Verizon down in the comments below. That's it for this video. If you enjoyed it, 
please be sure to like and subscribe to the channel. And thank you for watching to the end of the video. Until next time.